Hello everyone, welcome back to the second upload of the night, the World War Z Kill It With Fire review. Now, uh, for those of you who didn't listen to the previous podcast, it is basically just running down the problems that are in the Modern Warfare multiplayer. I kind of just decided to not talk about the co-op um, spec ops mode, because I'll just I'll cover that in a completely different video, because there's just too much to talk about wrong with that, but... Right now, we're just going to get down to the review of this DLC. So, this DLC launched, I believe it was on Tuesday or Monday this week. And they added in quite a few things. So, the first two big things that they added in, of course, was uh, two new missions for Moscow and for uh, New York. And... Both missions are what you expect out of a World War Z mission. You hunker down with your defenses, you mow down some zombies, and you escape. That is the ultimate goal of these last two missions, are that you escape from Moscow and you escape from New York. And you do. It's not really a spoiler, guys. I mean, at this point, World War Z is not a very big story-driven game. You basically follow a group of survivors per episode, and depending on which survivors I guess you care about more, within four to three episodes, then those are the survivors you give a shit about. Now, like I said, um, it's very apparent through every DLC map, the military, the NPC military char characters... They become more and more apparent. So the first time we we saw NPC military characters on like on the ground um, were uh, in Tokyo's first mission, um, and throughout the entire Tokyo um, chapter episode, there was always constantly a military presence that were NPC non-player-controlled characters, which I like the idea of having NPC soldiers because it gives the idea of the military, of other survivors. The thing is, though, th there really hasn't been that. New York, you had the guy on the train, but that was, like, the only, like, yeah, there was supposedly other people on the train, but you didn't see them enough. The guy driving the train is the only other real big NPC you saw, uh, uh, or Slatsvana, or uh, however you pronounce the name, um, in, in Moscow, and her team was the other survivors for that, but now the military presence is getting more ramped up. In all the Tokyo missions, you had military presence, um, and now in the New York mission, you actually have army guys fighting with you in New York, and that is the only mission that happens, and, and same thing in Moscow. Now, however, I do wish that they did make every soldier look different. Where, like, in the United States, they can look like they do now, how they already do. Because they just look like the American military. And, and for Tokyo, that'd be okay, too, if we're saying that they're, that the United States is assisting with evacuations and stuff all over the world. Um, but in Russia, you know, you could have the Russian army. You know, you could have the Russians with AKs, Russians with, like, the Soviet Union hat, or... Or, or, or Russian uh, logos, like the Russian flag and stuff. Like, have different soldiers be present. Don't just have every soldier looking like a United States soldier. The soldiers are wearing what soldiers do, but minus the flags on their bodies, or at least put flags on their bodies to, to signify that it's from a different country. 
um, because they all look the same. But I mean, I, I'm glad that they're at least making the world feel more alive by putting survivors in there. One thing I am disappointed though, they said that they were getting survivors out of the hospital and yet they weren't actually loading them up onto the helicopter. So I don't know. There's just some little things like that that bug me, but so the missions were good. Like I said, they're decent. They're basically what you would expect with any other World War Z mission. If you enjoy them, then you'll like these missions just like the rest. None, none of them really stand out. There, there isn't anything in the missions that don't stand out. They're all basically the same. You run through the mission. You hit areas where you have to be stealthy. Other areas where you got to hunker down, make defenses, and fight off hordes of zombies. And that's it. Um, but yeah, so for the, for the missions, that, that's all there is. Uh, they also added in prestiging. Now, the way they went about this, I kind of don't like, but let me explain it. So, to prestige, you gotta be maxed out on a class. Now, the way you prestige is earn up 7,200 points to prestige on that class. And it resets your level back to one, and you have to earn all those perks and stuff back up. But here's the thing. That's a lot of in-game money you have to earn to prestige. Now, granted, you get camos and cool weapon variants and stuff like that. But in my opinion, that's still just a lot of fucking money. Um, they also added in the fact that now, depending on your difficulty, you can see how much money you're earning or challenge coins. Because now you can beat the game on insane or extreme and you can get challenge coins. But they're like 10 or 20 challenge coins compared to like 100 to 100 50 that you would get doing the normal challenges. So I just do the challenges instead. Your success rate is much higher. Um, but yeah. So uh, they added that into the pregame menu so you can see what your, you know, what your rewards are going to be for the end of the match. Uh, where they didn't have that before. You kind of just went in and assumed you were getting the same thing. But now you know. Also, there's little icons that are you know, surrounding your character like a border that says if you've prestiged or not and how many times you have. But yeah, so that's what they added in and a new weapon, the flamethrower. I have yet to use the flamethrower, so I could not tell you how good it is, but it's a fucking flamethrower. So I can assume it's burning zombies pretty fucking good. But um, other than that, there's not any major changes for this update around. Um, down the line, we are going to be getting, uh, the much-anticipated horde mode, which basically is just you surviving against waves and waves of zombies, and I, I saw a picture, actually, a leaked picture, of the amount of defenses you can put up in horde mode, and let me fucking tell you, there's a lot of defenses you can put up. I don't know how they're going to make it work. If it's going to be like a Call of Duty thing where, you know, each wave progresses with uh, more and more zombies. Or if they just get stronger. Like, you know, it goes from like easy to, ins or to ex uh, insane difficulty level uh, as time goes on. You know, if, you know, the weapon cases are going to be there. Uh, how many weapons are going to be scattered around and heavy weapons and equipment. And if you run out of defenses, is that it? Are they going to drop some more in for you? Or do they just respawn? Like... There's just so much to think about with how much they can do. And like I said, once Horde Mode hits World War Z, I'll probably be on World War Z a lot more because Horde Mode is like zombies on Call of Duty. Just minus the fact that you're not buying 
you know, guns off the wall and you're getting XP in a different way. Horde mode is just pretty much for those who just want to sit there and mow down fucking zombies all day. Which is fine with me. Um, I think that could be a very good selling point of the game, but everybody is muchly anticipating that mode, and I'm pretty sure it's coming with the next update before the end of the month to the end of the year. Uh, Horde mode will be out, though, before next year. That's what they said, anyways. Um, and then, of course, they're going to be adding some more um, DLC missions. Eventually, we're going to get a new city, finally. We, out of, we can get out, away from the original four um, which my guess is they're probably going to go to South Korea, and my guess is because they already have the Camp Humphreys map on multiplayer. So my assumption is we're probably going to head to South Korea next. If not, and they completely surprise me, like maybe with Philadelphia, like, maybe it's just me, but I would like to see a map set in, like, a rural area. You know, have a map set in, like, fucking Montana, or fucking, um, Maine, or Vermont, or Rhode Island, or, I don't know, just have a, have a zombies map set up somewhere you wouldn't think about. I mean, in the United States, there's so many different terrains in that, in the United States alone. From forests to deserts, like, you don't necessarily, like, Pakistan, like, you could do Pakistan, too. I'm not going to lie. I think Pakistan or Afghanistan or any of that area would be actually pretty cool to see for zombie apocalypse. Because in the Middle East, there was stuff for World War Z, but it was just obviously a lot of desert. So, you know, zombies and everything, it's just, it's going to be a lot different. But I would really like to see World War Z, uh, the game, do something like all over. Jerusalem right now is the closest thing we have to the Middle East. Jerusalem isn't in the Middle East. It's, it's, it's really not. So, at least that, no, wait, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. If it is, it's not in the middle area. It's, it's on the coast. It's pretty, it's pretty close to the coast, so. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, no, the, the DLC is good. I mean, you can't really complain with it. It's free stuff. Um, but it's just, it isn't anything extraordinary, you know? If You've basically seen it all. Um, if I had to give it an out of 10 rating, I'd give it a 7. You know, it's just, it's good, but it's nothing revolutionary, you know? You've already played through the previous missions, the missions that they added in. While it's a different location and there's a different weapon, it's the same premise. It's not really different. It really isn't. I, I, I think that they're also a little bit less ambitious. I don't know. Like, they just, I don't know. World War Z, while, while they're excited to deliver us more and more content, I feel like World War Z is just, if they had more of a narrative story, it could work for the game. Because I feel like that the campaign is kind of just like going through different parts of the world, killing zombies, trying to escape. There's that, and that's all the objective is. There's no, like, you know, like, we need to sacrifice our lives to, you know, uh, for the greater good and to stop this. Or, or to um, go into um, an area where you know it's a one-way trip. Like, there is no overarching story where all these characters meet up together and have to make an ultimate sacrifice. Or all these characters, or, or even a few of these characters or, or character groups intertwining. 
you know? Like, if I had to intertwine the groups, I would have the Jerusalem group meet up with the Moscow group just because of how close they are to each other, and the Tokyo group with the United States, uh, New York cast, and, like, have the two groups combine together and just try to stop the zombies. In my opinion, that's what I would do. There's just, I don't know. World War Z, while yes, everything is free and there's not a lot to complain about, there is, it's just, it isn't ambitious enough for me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's good, but it's nothing we haven't seen. They haven't done anything. Like, when it comes to voice acting and when it comes to the overarching story, it's nothing tremendous. It's something that I've played through, I've seen before, I'm just not really um, enthused by it. You know, I'm playing, like, I, like every time a new mission comes out from, from the most recent Tokyo mission to these other two missions, I have not been very excited. I would rather play through the first three missions of all of the campaigns that are first two in Tokyo's case, and those missions, in my opinion, are ten times funner than the new ones. And that's just me, from a narrative standpoint. I'm a big story guy. World War Z, if it was designed to be a arcade shooter of waves of zombies, that's what they should have advertised it as. Fucking murder waves of zombies. It's not that. They have a campaign mode, but they need the campaign to be much more story driven than it is. Than just, we're in the zombie apocalypse. We need to escape. I want more than that. Have a overarching narrative happen. If you look at Left 4 Dead, their overarching narrative was to escape. But there was so much they went through to escape. They went through hell on earth. Multiple states they went through. Multiple different obstacles that they had to go through. But there was also bonding between them all. In World War Z, you just have these characters talking to each other. There's no actual connection that you feel. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is my review. I give it a 7 out of 10. Nothing extraordinary. We've already seen it. They need to switch something up. If World War Z wants to get better than a 7 with me, if they want to get their game review, which I think I gave it like the game itself like an 8 or a 9... Or an 8.5. If you guys want to get those really good scores again and not these mediocre scores, you guys need to do something different. You need to make these these um, story mode missions in the future more story driven. Make me care for these characters. Make me care for what they're fighting for. Because right now, I don't really give a fuck about them. Like, they could die and I'd be like, okay, they're dead. Great. Like, I, I just, I don't care about them. Make me care about these characters. That's all I ask. But thank you very much for listening to my review. Um, and the next podcast, I don't know when it will be and what it's going to be about. Uh, well, actually, we'll probably talk about Marvel's Avengers, uh, the upcoming video game, a little bit. But other than that, I don't really know what we're going to do. But thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you all in the next one.